On this episode of the Ten Code Podcast, we're discussing school safety and the newly created school safety division at the Murfreesboro Police Department. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Public Safety Information Officer Larry Flowers. Today's guest is School Safety Division Commander Captain Don Fanning. How you Cap- doing, Larry? I'm great, Captain Fanning. Thanks for joining us. Man, I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you today. We all know school safety is a concern, not only here in Murfreesboro, but nationwide. And that's one of the reasons Police Chief Michael Bowen decided to implement this new school safety division. And Captain Fanning, let's jump right into it. Uh, What prompted the Murfreesboro Police Department to start this new division? Well, I think, Larry, like everybody in America, you know, our our primary focus, our primary goal of all things is to make sure our students, our, our teachers, our faculty, and our school buildings are safe. And they have a quality learning environment. And I, and I think that's really become a focus across America for a lot of agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's how important it is. Our kids are our most important resource. And so, you know, we realize that we have to really tailor what we do because a school environment is a unique environment. You know, it really is compared to the rest of policing. Uh, I think most of America thinks of a police car officer and a police car riding around. Right. And our mission in the schools is not exactly the same. So we really have to tailor our our thought process and our planning toward that specific issue. So what will be the primary responsibilities of this new school safety division? Well, really a lot of this stuff has to do with um, forming plans to keep our kids safe. Uh, A lot of it will have to do about us, our our school resource officers being intentional about some de-escalation, about dealing with, you know, unique juvenile behavior because juveniles, they're not the same as adults. You know, a lot of times uh, we have kids that are struggling in our schools uh, with a lot of issues at home and things that are outside of the schools that come into the schools. And so a lot of prevention, you know, a lot of planning for those things, and a lot of preparation. Uh, As I tell people, you know, what we do, everybody in America today worries about a bad actor coming to one of our schools and harm our kids, and that's true. And that that is job one. That's goal number one is pretend that. But there's a lot of other things that happen in our schools, things like, you know, tornadoes happen. What happens if a fire alarm goes off? There's a fire in our school. Are we prepared for that? What happens when just an angry or mad parent comes in and they're upset about something? How do we deal with those issues, you know? So we're trying to make sure that our folks are prepared for a lot of different things, like I said, because working in a school is unique. It is not the same as a lot of other places. Some things are similar, but not everything is. Well, how will this new school safety division work with Murfreesboro City Schools to, you know, keep our students and our our teachers and staff members, you know, safe? Well, I think, you know, really what we're after, Larry, is to create a whole culture uh, of awareness in our schools. That this is not a we do some things and the school does something. I think we have to work together as a team. Right. And we really want to create a culture where it's not just the police officers who are thinking about our kids. But it's everybody that works in that school, our teachers, our administrators. What about our maintenance people who walk in the doors? What about our our vendors? We want it to become a collaborative approach so everybody looks at our schools and go, what can I do to make them safer today? How can I make this a better program? Well, what uh, measures, what what measures are being taken to ensure, you know, safety? Well, Larry, I I don't want to get into specifics Mm -hmm. uh, because there are some things that, you know, we we don't want to talk about in the public for obvious reasons. But I'll tell you this, um, we, we train our folks to deal with a, ver- a wide variety of issues, like we talked about before. You know, there, there's a lot of things we work on, and we're constantly looking at our plans and saying, what more can we do to make this better? As society changes, as things change, 
throughout uh, this country, you know, we look at those things and go, how can we be at the forefront? We don't want to be behind everybody. We want to be the cutting edge. That's, that's our desire, and we're always looking at those plans. How has school safety procedures changed since, uh, you know, in light of recent school shootings? Sure. Well, I think um, I've been in this game a long time. It's not yep. my first day. Uh, and, and unfortunately, I have to say, you know, I remember when Columbine happened. If you look at, you know, what everybody across the country uh, did when Columbine happened, I think every time there's an incident in this country, we stop and we look mm-hmm. at it and go, what can we learn from that? And, you know, now it, you see so much more. You see, uh, you know, are the doors on our schools, are they locked? You know, do we have cameras in place? Uh, do we have people who know who to call about, you know, suspicious people? Are, are people willing to get involved and do that? Uh, you know, we, we give our our officers training on, um, you know, what to do if, if there's a bad person who shows up at our school. Uh, you know, and that could be anything from, like I said, an angry parent mm-hmm. to somebody who really wants to come in and do harm to our kids. And so we, we specialize our training to deal with that. Right. And you mentioned Columbine. Uh, I'm going to take you back a little further. Yeah. Um, I was working as a TV news reporter in Jackson, Mississippi, and a student by the name of Luke Woodham at Pearl High School um, shot it, killed his mom at home, went to school, and started shooting mm-hmm. uh, students. And so to actually be there right after it happened and how surreal that was, yes. and that sort of leads to the next question, how can parents and students, you know, what can they do to help police? What can they do to help their SROs? and maintain safety of the schools. I think, you know, one one thing that I see that's really key is that you have to look at things before they happen. Prevention, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom used to say when I was a kid, you know, an ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure, cure. right? Mm -hmm. I think we've all heard that from our mom at some point. And I think really the thing is we have to take things seriously. We have to to recognize some of the danger signs we see when kids are struggling. uh, You know, sometimes kids struggle in a lot of ways. They, They struggle in today's world. There's so much pressure on them today you know uh, with the internet and we have bullying issues we have kids who who come from a home situation which isn't always good mm-hmm. you know and, and so I think when we talk about the, the term you know see something say something we really mean that uh, take those things seriously tell us we would rather come out and, and look at something and go okay this is really not nothing or hey this kid needs some help and we're going to get them the help then we had to respond to a, another tragedy. So we really mean, hey, when you see somebody suspicious loitering around a school or something you think is unusual, that's strange. Why That, that shouldn't be that way. Say something. You know, Pick up a phone, call us. Uh, say, say If you're a, a teacher or administrator or you're a parent, say something to our SROs in the school. That, that's a key thing for us. Prevention is always better. And recently the governor you know, signed legislation to allow uh, funding for SROs would Murfreesboro police be able to take advantage? Yep, of that? we are we are in that process as we speak. Um, you know, with with anything like that, any kind of grant program, there is some there's some uh, paperwork that has to get done, <laughs> and we're we're in the midst of paperwork. Um, so yeah, we we definitely will be participating in that. We think it's a great opportunity for us, and we're appreciative that the governor and you know that the legislature has has seen fit to help us fund that. And to be honest, you know, our city council, our, our mayor and you know, chief, all being supportive of anything that, that we find in our schools, they've looked at us and said, do it. You know, we'll, we'll help you be successful. I don't think there's a single person in America that doesn't want us to be successful in protecting the kids in our community. Right. Again, when I say that they're our most important resource, they're our future. So I, I really mean that. They really are. And, and I, I am so glad to have a, a department and a city 
that we live in that is so supportive of that. And uh, I guess that leads me into the next question. I did a little research, and there are not too many police departments and sheriff's departments or law enforcement agencies that have dedicated an entire division to school safety, uh, like Murfreesboro Police has. Since this is so new, uh, do you hope to build a successful model for school safety that could be implemented nationwide? Oh yeah, I think that is our goal. Um, I'll, I'll give our chief a, a lot of credit for this because uh, he's always been really forward thinking and this is one of the things where he said, this is important for us, how can we lead? Mm-hmm. We don't wanna be behind, we, we wanna lead in this area. Uh, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of effort, um, but I'm, you know, I'm glad um, that I get to be a part of this. I, I think it's, this is important stuff. Other agencies I know, um, in today's world of police work, you know, hiring enough police officers is an issue, funding is an issue. These are all things, but us being able to say this is that much of a priority to us. And I think that by itself puts us in a class of, of doing uh, really well, and uh, we're, we're, we're truly blessed to be in a position to do it. Well, how do you see us balancing the need for school safety, but yet have a welcoming learning environment for those students. Sure. Well, I, I think like everybody in America, you know, we, we talk about this, uh, this culture that we try to create, and that part of that culture is what? Building relationships. We, build, we try to build relationships with our, our administrators, with our teachers, and our kids every day because that's, that's how you really get work done in America. I tell people, you know, yeah, imagine if you, walk, you walked into your new job today and nobody was friendly. Nobody mm-hmm. smiled at you. Nobody was mm-hmm. welcoming and pretty soon, are you, are you going to be happy working there, and are you going to do your best work? Right. Or do you want to be in a position, position where you feel like other people care about your well-being, they support you, they want you to be successful? That breeds success among other people, and that's why I tell people you know, relationships are important. Um, you don't trust what you don't know. Mm-hmm. We want people to know our SROs. We want people to know their police officers. Why? Because that's the times that people are going to say to us, hey, I see something unusual something's not right here. They're not going to talk to a stranger as much as they're going to talk to somebody who says, come talk to me. Right. Let's work on this together. Sure. And uh, last week, I think you and I were over at uh, Northfield Elementary School with mm-hmm. SRO Glass, and he had mentioned that the reason he wanted to become an SRO is because of an SRO yeah. being his mentor yeah, when he was great? in school. Yeah, is You're talking about a, a success story, uh, you know, not, not necessarily in our agency, but I think that just underscores the importance of an SRO program. Mm-hmm. You're planting seeds today that we're going to see the fruit of mm-hmm. in 10, 15, 20 years. And Officer Glass's case, that's exactly you know what it is. You know, here we are 20 years after that SRO had such a, a huge impact. And if you imagine, if you're one kid out of a school, there's one SRO, but one SRO made that big of a difference in one person's life that now he's continuing that legacy. That's awesome. Uh, during the last week of July, uh, Murfreesboro Police and other first responders here in uh, the city and county came together for uh, some training mm-hmm. at uh, Overall Creek uh, Elementary School. Uh, what did that training entail? Well, I, I think for obvious reasons, Larry, I'm not going to get into the specifics mm-hmm. of, of the things we did, but I'll, I'll tell you this, you know, our job, all, all first responders anyway, to begin with, uh, we want to work and be as efficient and do a great job as we can. And a lot of that comes with working together ahead of time, preparing ahead of time, mm-hmm. and not just first responders. And we in, we involved other people in our community, some other stakeholders, 
people from our school systems and, and other agencies because what? We, we want to prepare for the worst. If we're prepared for the worst, then we're prepared for anything less. And then the less things just become inconvenient. All right. You know? And so it was a great opportunity to learn. Uh, we did a, a lot of work, and we said, hey, what can we improve on? Is there anything that we missed? Is there something we overlooked? Because sometimes we, we all miss things. Right. And that was just a great way for us to identify things that we went, hey, this is good, but we can make it even better. Right, right. And, and we did a couple of uh, scenarios, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with students yes. being in the building without students, just various scenarios that, you know, that these first responders can learn what yeah. to do in case, you know, something like this happens. And we pray that it never happens. In that's, our city. that's it. Yeah, it's our biggest fear. Mm-hmm. But that's what we prepare for. That we have to. Uh, it's the world we live in today. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not. If it was up to me, you know, it would be completely different. But, mm-hmm. but that's that's what we can do. Is we prepare, we try to prevent. And if we if we can't prevent it, then we're going to get in the way and stop it. Right. And a lot of uh, departments and agencies across the state uh, did similar training. Yeah. And a lot of them reacted to what happened in Nashville with the Covenant uh, school mm-hmm. shooting. That's not the case here. We've oh, been no. training for years. We have. We, uh, we've had SROs in our schools, you know, for years. This is not something we've come up with having SROs, uh, but now it's more of an intentional focus. Uh, the planning that, that we had in plan for that, for that particular event you were talking about that we did, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we have been planning that since before the end of last mm-hmm. school year. Why? Because we wanted to make sure that our, our SROs are all prepared. And, you know, the skills, some of those skills, they're perishable skills that we have to practice. We have, we have to keep that sword sharp, um, if you will, as my daddy used to say. <laughs> and we have to work on those things. And, that, and like I said, this is not something we said, oh, well, we're going to react to what happened. Right. We were already in the planning processes. Uh, we, we knew this was coming, and it was already scheduled. Right, right. I guess parents can rest easily uh, knowing that MPD has – you know, their school covered, you know, all of our campuses, you know, equipped with SROs, um, full-time SROs, not shared, not no. part-time, no. full-time. You're right. So how can parents rest easily knowing that we have their child's school covered? Well, you know, earlier I talked a little bit about relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those relationships run both ways. Uh, our SROs get to know those kids and those, and those teachers in that school, and they treat them like family. Right. And, you know, I want the parents to know that we're going to defend your kids just like they are our kids because they are. Those relationships are that important to us that we're going to do everything possible to keep your kids safe every day we come into that school. You were really detailed in explaining and uh, really appreciate that. But is there anything else that you want to add that I failed to ask you concerning school safety and this new school safety division here at MPD? Well, um, I think... Like anything, uh, you know, when I talked about relationships, you know, I, I keep hitting that because it's so important. Um, our relationship with the schools, with Dr. Duke mm-hmm. and, you know, his, his staff at Mercer City Schools have been incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Our opportunity and our, and our relationships with the other law enforcement partners that we have here are important to us. And uh, we're just really grateful that we have a team of people that are all willing to come together for the same goal, right. which is keeping our kids safe. You know, and, and it's amazing to see how many people say, I'll give up my time, I'll give up my materials, I'll give up whatever it takes to get to that goal because nobody gets here alone. Right. We didn't get to this point, and nor will we get to where we want to be by ourselves. Nobody does. It, it has to be a team effort, and that's, that's what really makes me happy. It's when I see 
it's not just MPD doing this. Uh, there are other agencies around the state that they're looking to do the same things. You know, I'm talking to people in other agencies every day. Everybody in the world of first responders is looking for, how do we keep this safe? How do we prevent this from happening? How, how do we mitigate the things that might come from it? And, and for me, that's that's exciting part of this is that we hate tragedies. Oh, man, we, we wish that they never occurred. But I want people to know that we're doing everything we can think of to work together to make it the best possible chance of keeping our kids safe. We've been discussing school safety and the new school safety division that was recently created here at the Murfreesboro Police Department. Thank each of you for joining us. The Public Safety Podcast originates from the headquarters of the Murfreesboro Police Department. Thanks for listening via Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcast. You can also watch the podcast online on YouTube. The Public Safety Podcast is produced by Michael Nevels. For more information on the public safety and the fast-growing city of Murfreesboro, visit our website, www.murfreesboro.tn.gov. Until next time, I'm Larry Flowers. Have a great day.